last week. Quick stories out of Humboldt County, California on Apple, Spotify, major podcast networks, and HumboldtLastWeek.com. Humboldt Last Week. Hey, it's Miles. New thing here. Message us with feedback on this episode for your chance to be the featured commenter in the next one. And also stay tuned for this week's featured commenter at the end of this episode. For 165, the director of Netflix's Murder Mountain told us he thinks there should be a sequel. COVID-19 prep in the Redwoods, Sunset Magazine love for Eureka, the Eel River Valley's first legal cannabis dispensary is open, a former local did an interview with a presidential hopeful, a Trinidad Casino Hotel meeting March 17th, teen drinking dangers, food for people, find new temporary digs, Linda Faye Carson reports some stories, and much more. Humboldt Last Week is free thanks to these amazing locals. That's North Coast Co-op, your local member-owned full-service natural food store where everyone is welcome. North Coast Co-op in Arcata and Eureka. Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka, also serving delicious lunches Monday through Friday. The menu entices before we arrive at brickandfirebistro.com. Bongo Boy Studio, 18 years of pro recording for Humboldt musicians. Check out the high-end equipment at bongoboystudio.com. Still in Eureka, Humboldt's finest head shop and culture store, and it's open every day. Find them on Instagram at Still Clubhouse and Still Humboldt. North Coast Journal, award-winning in-depth reporting. Keep up with the latest at NorthCoastJournal.com. Photography by Shy, spell it S-H-I, portraits just right. Learn more at PhotographyByShy.com. And Trinidad Vacation Rental, luxury accommodations with amazing ocean views. Book at TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com. Humboldt last week. Let's jump in. Well, the zoo in Eureka named their forthcoming canopy walk all high up in the redwoods there, a likely major tourism draw. According to KIEM, the three-ish million dollar project is set to open early fall and it's called the Redwood Skywalk. Redwood Skywalk. Kind of sounds like a nod to Star Wars Return of the Jedi, right? Like... Filmed here in the Sequoias, Redwood Skywalker. (laughs) Luke's nickname in those movies, right? Redwood Skywalker. Again, opening this fall, the zoo and Eureka named their forthcoming canopy walk all high up in the trees, the Redwood Skywalk. Humboldt's Eel River Valley now has a cannabis dispensary. What? Definitely not in Fortuna or Ferndale, but in Rio Del. Yep city that formerly said no said yes in addition to their eureka location proper wellness is on wildwood avenue in rio dell they're supposed to have a sort of grand opening party over the weekend but you know lots of stuff getting rescheduled these days proper wellness told me their rio dell location opened a little over a week ago they're open every day 10 to 8 and are quote currently featuring some of the top flowers and new products from the eel river valley even edibles made with dry farmed organic cannabis right here in rio dell it's an exciting time for our business and the cannabis community in humboldt end quote Humboldt's Eel River Valley, now with a cannabis dispensary in rio dell the first one in town is proper wellness on wildwood Eureka has its ups and downs, yeah, but this is a big up. The new issue of Sunset Magazine shows Eureka as a 2020 dream town. Yes! They wrote Eureka's big on charm, diverse, cared for. They noted the city's unprecedented return of Tulawat Island to the Weeot people, tools to help the homeless, and of course, Betty Chin got a hat tip. In the words of Eureka Police Chief Steve Watson, quote, while we certainly have our challenges, too, with more work still to do, a lot of great things are also happening in Eureka because of our committed, caring community members and city staff. It's important to remember to balance our messaging, problems identified and owned, but positive events also celebrated. Success empowers and breeds more success. There is reason for optimism, too, end quote. 
That was from Chief Watson on Eureka's appearance as a 2020 dream town in Sunset Magazine. Well, she's extremely strong and a former Humboldt Last Week guest. Courtney Olson recently did a podcast episode with Democratic presidential hopeful Tulsi Gabbard. So former Humboldt local Courtney Olson, she's a bodybuilder known for crushing watermelons with her thighs, huge online presence, the founder of Girl Clothing. She's buddies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. She's overcome addictions. She's getting that dirt off her shoulder. And then Tulsi Gabbard is a Democratic U.S. rep from Hawaii and an Army vet. She's a presidential hopeful and doing a new podcast in her fourth episode. She joined Courtney for like an hour and a half long chat. Uh, The description for Courtney and Tulsi's episode reads they talk criminal justice reform, breaking through stereotypes, entrepreneurship, and taking a leap of faith. Again, former Humboldt local Courtney Olson in a new podcast episode with Democratic presidential hopeful Tulsi Gabbard. If you want to check it out, put a link on HumboldtLastWeek.com. Coronavirus impacting Humboldt. Regarding the pandemic hitting locals, a Eureka couple was on that Princess cruise ship for a long time because of COVID-19. Hank Sims reports 21 people on that boat were infected during the Hawaii vacation out of the Bay Area and passengers saw their trip refunded with an offer of another cruise for free. When all is said and done, they'll have spent a lot of time in quarantine and isolation to ensure a safe return to Humboldt free of coronavirus. Also, those of you following North Coast Journal and KimKemp.com have been getting really good info about the one local case that was reportedly cured, the importance of washing our hands and practicing good hygiene, social distancing, COVID-19 testing info, the latest developments in preparedness. On top of that, info about the cancellation of things such as, you know, classes at certain schools, sports seasons, events, gatherings, etc., Again, we can follow developments at northcoastjournal.com and kimkemp.com on the impacts of coronavirus here among the Redwoods. And finally, about coronavirus, I'd love for you to think about a humble person or business that relies on you, that you may be unable to utilize as much while we're practicing social distancing, you know, restaurateurs, musicians, shop owners, all these mom and pops here that rely on us. Maybe if you can, donate to them. Here's the Humboldt Shot movie of the week from 1995, Outbreak, starring Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, and Morgan Freeman. They're fighting a virus epidemic. Seems appropriate for now. Filmed throughout Humboldt County, the main town shots were from the Victorian village of Ferndale. From 1995, that is Outbreak, the Humboldt Shot movie of the week. All right, before we cover final topics, I'm going to kick things over to Humboldt Last Week reporter Linda Faye Carson, a singer-songwriter, cosmic adventurer, fairy godmother, and muse with the news. On Humboldt Last Week, here's Linda Faye Carson. Holy crap. Sewage backup flooded out the Food for People digs almost two weeks ago. Shumik Mukherjee has reported that, fortunately, a temporary warehouse has been secured at Broadway and West Hawthorne, with the move expected within a week. Until then, food donations are not being accepted, but cash donations and volunteers are always welcome. Visit foodforpeople.org for more info. Arcata Police Department issued information about their participation in a shoulder-tap operation using decoys to deter adults from furnishing alcohol to minors. 
Excessive drinking is responsible for more than 4,000 deaths among underage youth each year and a myriad of other serious risks, including unwanted and unsafe sexual activity. I hope the statewide effort is successful, despite my opinion of sting operations. The Bureau of Indian Affairs, which oversees the Trinidad Rancheria's proposed five-story hotel project, released a Finding of No Significant Impact report last week, giving developers a green light and prompting the Humboldt Alliance for Responsible Planning to issue a press release urging public participation in a March 17th Trinidad City Council Forum meant to engage conversation about mitigating the impacts of the hotel's construction and operation on the Trinidad area. As a musician, I wanted to find out how others were coping with the pandemic of events being canceled. Jacob Ruffin and his new-to-Humboldt band Midsummer lost their big debut and music release opportunity with five shows canceled. Les Craig and Tanya T. Ferry Nordberg play and tell stories for tips. She says, All of our gigs have been canceled. It's taken the wind out of my sails for sure. That's a sad story to tell, Tanya. But never fear, some positive vibrations are emanating from the creative sector. Local favorites Object Heavy checked in with me saying, We are all feeling it. But they will be putting on virtual shows couch tour, live streams, very soon, and they will add PayPal and some merch links to their music for donations. That's a proactive approach that can be utilized by those able to tickle the technical aspects of virtual performance into actual paychecks. I'm taking notes. Also proactively, the American Guild of Musical Artists stepped up to call upon the government to replace lost earnings for artists, singers, dancers, and all performers impacted. In the meantime, check out your local musician online. Buy some music. Buy some merch. And here's a fun idea. Host a house concert. Just make sure everyone stays six feet away from the fun. HSU told us that their new nursing program got the go-ahead for fall 2020. Now enrolling students, the upcoming launch of the Bachelor of Science in Nursing program at HSU is a huge milestone for the North Coast, and it is hoped the program will create hundreds of careers and help drive down the cost of health care. KimKemp.com reported that Everett Hawks, an Arcata High School athlete diagnosed with a form of bacterial meningitis, has died. A public health officer recommended that those who had very close contact should consult their doctor. While wishing to maintain their privacy, the family thanked supporters and contributors to their GoFundMe campaign. I send prayers of courage and comfort. This is Linda Faye Carson, your muse with the news. I trust we'll all get through this week courageously.
Back to you, Miles. Linda Faye Carson, singer-songwriter, cosmic adventurer, fairy godmother, and muse with the news on Humboldt last week. Thanks, Linda. Murder Mountain on Netflix. Humboldt's claim to maim. For this episode, the director of the locally focused and nationally stirring Netflix documentary series told Humboldt last week, while a follow-up hasn't yet been ordered, he believes a second season should be made. The series debuted on Netflix at the end of 2018. Here's some words from Murder Mountain director Josh Zeman, quote, There were many varied reactions to the series, so it's hard to gauge them all. But ultimately, I think the biggest point was bringing an overall awareness to a very complicated issue. You can't control everyone's reactions, and people are going to take what they want to take from any portrayal. Unfortunately, I don't think our show translated into justice for Garrett Rodriguez, which is paramount. Again, I'm reading the words of Murder Mountain director Josh Zeman, furthering that quote. On the positive side, I think there are many more people out there who understand the plight of the Humboldt farmer, and that is a good thing. Finally, they're really considering where they get their cannabis from, though I was disheartened to learn that the knee-jerk response from state leaders was more law enforcement rather than to address the underlying problems with permitting and taxes, though I think they recognize that's an issue as well, along with many more Americans. Again, for this episode, that's an update from Murder Mountain director Josh Zeman. You likely remember the primary focus of that show revolved around 2013's unsolved killing of 29-year-old Garrett Rodriguez, a member of the cannabis industry here who was last heard from in the Alder Point area of Humboldt County known as Murder Mountain. Now, those familiar with developments related to the release of Murder Mountain likely remember favorable coverage from national outlets like Variety, Bustle, and Decider. Although, you know, there are some weird statistics in there that I don't necessarily agree with. But, um, you know, also Humboldt County Sheriff's Office talked about the program, but they called it one-sided and sensationalized. So we did reach out to Humboldt County Sheriff Billy Hansel about a potential Murder Mountain follow-up. He told us this, quote, I believe they made some good money on the Netflix series. The film crew is up here for nine months and they have a lot of video regarding the impacts of legalization in our community. There are many stories that have turned to legend in Humboldt County when discussing the history of marijuana in our county. Currently, there are many success stories when it comes to legalization. There are also failures. The illicit market is still alive and well in Humboldt County, and with that side comes violence. They can choose a number of different angles to make a new series. If there is another series, I hope that it's a portrayal of the facts and not just what sells. In the meantime, the sheriff's office has a job to do and we are hyper-focused on working with our community to make it a safe place for all to thrive. Again, that was a quote from Humboldt County Sheriff Billy Hansel about a potential Murder Mountain follow-up. Now, some may remember this catchy teaser from the Daily Beast who wrote Murder Mountain examines the effects of the marijuana biz on Humboldt County, California, a place where people go missing and police don't seem to care, end quote. And many Humboldt County locals, myself included, were met with questions from outsiders such as, is it really like that there? And the answer for outside Murder Mountain viewers is not exactly. It's somewhere in the middle. Regular Humboldt Last Week listeners may remember my coverage a few months ago demonstrating that Humboldt County is certainly not a lawless murder capital, and the high rates of missing persons reports should be balanced with high rates of found people. Again, in the middle, 
Humboldt County is no emerald utopia, as it's sometimes described, but it's also, as sometimes described, not a backwoods chainsaw massacre. The cannabis market, especially the illicit market, remains with dangers, but, you know, prepared everyday Joes and Janes are most likely going to be just fine in this stunningly beautiful place. A final quote for this episode from Murder Mountain director Josh Zeman. With any problem, the more sunlight you add to it, the better your chances of fixing it. I think the worst thing that can happen is to shut down the conversation. End quote. Josh was unable to provide me with profitability or viewership numbers for Murder Mountain, but did say Netflix would be his desired streaming service to pick the sequel up. Talking credit where credit is due. Humboldt County has some amazing reporters and journalists. We know good reporting when we see it, but unfortunately, weird stuff happens too. We know this. Just look at Humboldt last week coverage in the previous episode about Arcata doctor Connie Bash. Her story is spawning extremely important conversations about opioid tapering ethics amidst the opioid crisis. And our update on her last week, the first update anywhere in about eight months, had thousands of likes, interactions, shares, and listens. Thank you. It's really great. Again, eight months of nothing on her and then our story. And then just three days later, the Time Standard printed basically a duplicate story with no mention of Humboldt last week. Now, no biggie. This is an important story and I don't need credit. But when we respectfully pointed this out on the Time Standard social media, we did not expect our comment to be hidden. Now, while I initially saw the comment after it was posted, and friends of Humboldt last week saw the comment shortly after it was posted, Time Standard staff did say their settings automatically hid the comment and that they took action to make it visible again. Which, making it visible again, that's good. Listen, I don't have a gripe with the Time Standard. They're the paper of record, they're short on staff, they have some talent. Shoot, I used to write for them before I moved on to, um, you know, a different situation, but... Journalists and everyone should give credit where credit is due, and we should ensure criticism is not censored. People say stuff about me, I let it sit there. Same time, I do appreciate the follow-up from Time Standard Managing Editor Mark Vowles on this issue. He has guested on this program before, and we definitely appreciate that. But look, when we bring up our stories from our colleagues here on Humboldt Last Week, it is our policy to cite the author, the publication, or at the very least, say reportedly, whenever it comes to outlets that don't offer us the same courtesy. You know, we're always clear if this stuff is from me, from one of our reporters, or from somewhere else. Credit where credit is due. It's important in these times. Well, let's talk about our featured comment of the episode. Some feedback from the previous one. Um, our featured comment of the week goes to friend of the show, Angela. Last week, our Humboldt Shot movie of the week was the comedy An Evening with Beverly Laughlin, starring Aubrey Plaza and former Humboldt last week guest Craig Robinson. Angela sent us some awesome pictures of she and her husband hanging out with Craig at the Eureka Inn when her husband's band was playing there. And again, Angela. Thank you for sending in our comments of the week. And yes, be sure to reach out to us with your feedback on this episode for your chance to be featured in the next episode. 
Thanks to the following awesome partners for making Humboldt last week free. That's Bongo Boy Studio in McKinleyville, the North Coast Co-op in Arcata and Eureka, the North Coast Journal, Photography by Shy, TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com, Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka, and Still Head Shop and Culture Store in Eureka. Links to all of them at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Also check HumboldtLastWeek.com for new music. High quality sounds, no static, no ads with Spotify Premium, and hundreds of songs. Right now, if you head over there, you can hear new stuff from The Killers, The Darkness, Fantagram, The Airborne Toxic Event, Pearl Jam, Gorillas. the list goes on. That's new music at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Thanks to Redheaded Black Belt, North Coast Journal, and 99.1 FM for their support of Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. I'm a journalist and radio host that has long covered this community. I'm excited to talk to you again next week already. Bye. Humboldt Last Week. 